0: Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Okay, your, your thoughts on that Coca-Cola campaign doing good. I wonder what your opinion is. If you do have an opinion, I can't take your calls, but SMS is absolutely welcome. So basically, well, tell us whether it's a hit or a miss. Just a quick one, two, three, four, seven, or one. And in terms of that uh, random act of kindness, well, i tell you what, uh, on Friday, sort of went on, board the newspaper, the Star, or rather bought it beforehand, and then see the guy at the street corner where I normally buy it from, and he's like, oh, aren't you buying the paper? Like, like yeah, I've got the Star already. He's like, Ah, come on, bro, you always buy it. So my random act of kindness was actually paying him for a newspaper that I already bought, meaning he didn't have to give it to me, it was all his money. But I must say, the smile on his face... Probably resonates with what Coca-Cola is trying to achieve. So sort of, come on, guys, let's just do something that's really decent and not just a, a business transaction indeed. Right, lots to talk about, I can tell you. We'll be chatting about advertising in the digital age with Hamish Pringle from the UK. And uh, we'll look at uh, Louise Marsland, of course, is the ad expert for the week. So we'll pick out her five adverts. And the air company, we'll talk about just advertising in the, well, in the, at the airport about well, Kalula already, but it's just physically on the ground. However, let's uh, chat now about a list of sorts, the Millwood Brown Best Ads of 2012. Claire Herman with me, the Ad Track and Media Director at uh, the agency Millwood Brown. Hi, Claire. Good good of you to come in.
1: Hi, Ashraf. Thanks for having me.
0: Right. First of all, what, what is this all about?
1: Uh, The top 20 ads is a list that we release every year. Um, Millwood Brown's AdTrack survey goes into market every week, um, and we test all the new TV ads that are launched on air, and we ask um, the consumer out there whether or not they like the ad um, and to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is they absolutely love it. And then at the end of the year, we take our list, we rank it, and um, we take the top 20.
0: Okay, and so how long has this been going on for?
1: Well, Airtrack's been running since 1984, so okay, it's wow. um, a very, very um, extensive database that we've got. The last um, couple of years, five, um, six, seven years or so, we've been releasing um, the okay, list. I think George, yeah.
0: Orwell, George Orwell said beware in 1984, so yes. there you are. That's <laughs> the problem with these types of things. Well. so the last seven years you've been releasing it, right? Now, I mean, it's a simple thing. Is I've just done it. It's like you know, Coca-Cola advert. You mm-hmm. Thomas. is it as simple as that? In fact. I think
1: it is. If yeah. you're looking at it from a con- consumer perspective, this isn't really a creative award like the Lurie's or mm-hmm. the Cairns. Um, so definitely it's, it's it's about whether or not the, the commercial resonated with the consumer and um, whether or not it gave them a good feeling. Um, and I think it's quite subjective. You either love an ad or you don't. I might love it. You might hate it. Um, but that's why we've got quite a robust sample so we can look at average scores.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that is my next question. Sample, how big?
1: Uh, every commercial is tested um, in both the developed and the emerging markets, 200 people per market. So each ad is based on 400. And as I mentioned, we go and market every single week of the year, 50 weeks. 50 no. no weeks. do you get
0: results every week as well?
1: We have a delayed response getting our, our data back from field. So we, we do have a, about a two-week lag.
0: Okay, which is, which is not bad at all. Yeah. 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 All right, so... I can imagine listeners saying, come on, let's get with <laughs> who's in the top 20. So let's talk about, now, let's just say this much, and this just shows you the difference. If we spoke about the ad of 2012 generally, I'm pretty certain that the Nando's Last Dictator ad would be number one, because mm-hmm. that won all the awards at the Lurie's. We know that. Then the Bacchia one, which they did uh, together with uh, the Santum the one, of course, huge interest it had. Now, the number one is not that at all in terms of your listing, right? Mm-hmm. So give it to me. Give, me. give me the top five. Let's start with that. The here. top
1: five, um, Spur with their fine writing execution, Wimpy Missing Lunch was number two, Vaseline Total Moisture Body Lotion with their three layers, Uh, was number three. Number four was the Volvo S60T3 with the wolf execution with the Mm -hmm. little boy. Um, And then number five was Samsung Galaxy Note 2. Um, But I think quite important to note that in the top 20, eight of the the commercials were from fast food outlets, whereas in the past um, we we normally just saw one um, coming from from that. Does that
0: suggest that, A, they... The type of ads produced by agencies on their behalf are, are working in terms of the public mind, or does it suggest mm-hmm. that they're spending more money
1: um, and therefore advertising <coughs> a lot more? Yeah, I think I think it's yes and no. I think both both are correct. I think that um, definitely the fast food category has um, really upped their game in terms of the creative quality that they're producing. Some beautiful commercials that are coming out, um, but I also think that the category's got a lot to do with it. Consumers really resonate more with categories that they are more familiar with or that are more accessible.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: certainly think that um, fast food sales have skyrocketed since um, the recession. They're actually doing quite well. Okay, so, so yeah. for
0: example, a, let's take a BMW advert, which is generally mm-hmm. very aspirational, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. even the, the, the underdeveloping communities may, may see mm-hmm. it. But the majority will you know they can't buy it. But mm-hmm. like It's a simple chicken lick and they, they actually literally can buy it. Both yes. communities can do just that. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's just run down. I mean, I've, I'll mean, ask you the top five which I think already is very interesting and I will post those on my Facebook and Twitter pages as well. But let's just go go further down to maybe all 20 because I think there's some interesting numbers sure. there. Yeah.
1: Um, MTN Lullaby was at number six. Beautifully emotive ad. Nando's. and mm-hmm. um, They had a, a huge campaign.
0: Is that the last dictator one you're talking
1: about? No. This, yeah. is, this is part of a campaign where it's 25 reasons to love South Africa Because oh, yes. they were 25 Whatever years right um, And they, they released a whole series of ads And three of them actually made the list Wow So okay. um, mm. this was Nando's Reason 2 With the um, Mendoza song and Yes anthem. of course
0: right.
1: Number 8 was Debonair's Pizza with Masterpiece The mm-hmm. Pizza Tower Roman's Pizza came in at number 9 With the Barry Hilton execution We find okay. that celebrities do um, Quite well Number 10, Pantene Pro V, and that was with Liv Tyler, and again, another celebrity. Okay, right. 11 was Bell's Whiskey, with um, The Search, where the young man goes to find the car that his dad sold to pay for his education. The most beautiful ad, yes, I believe. Indeed. It's my best okay, on the list. Right. Um, Number 12 was another Samsung Galaxy Notebook execution. Number 13 was Nando's Reason 15. It's where um, the guys are telling stories around the fire and they start burning things and making the fire um, much bigger. Number 14 was the South African Reserve Bank with their new banknotes, um, and that featured Nelson Mandela. Um, Number 15 was another beauty product, Johnson's African Nurture, with their beauty secrets. Number 16 was BMW, connected drive emails, okay. very funny ad. Number 17 was another car, Lexus, the RX300, with their amazing ad. 18 was Castle Light, the new cold rush. 19 was the third Nando's ad, um, where the family is flying to Cape Town, and it's well, like they've so gone to Europe. Country, yes, <laughs> yes. And number 20 was another wimpy ad, and um, the Grand Grillster.
0: Okay, so that's the 20. So you already said uh, fast foods are what, seven out of 20? Eight. Eight, Eight out, of 20, out of the 20. Right? And interesting, the Nando's ones, I mean, three of them, but none of mm-hmm. them were the big award winners. But no. You already made the point, this is nothing to do with creativity. So that no. could be a different story completely. But, it, but, but but do you then see a trend emerging in terms of, okay, you already mentioned it, one is celebrity. Does that come through strongly, or is it just one or two coincidence that? bring a familiar face on, mm. and even if the adverts, okay or not okay, people will remember it.
1: We see that trend every year. At least one or two of our ads on our list do feature celebrities. So that is one of the, the mechanisms that creative agencies use to really connect with, with the audience. Mm. We see humor um, coming through very strongly, particularly this year, as well as um, having a distinctly South African flavor.
0: Okay. How, how many of those adverts are, are humorous? Um, if, if like you know, a, a, good, good a good
1: eleven so, so about sixty
0: percent or so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And then the good South African story percentage again? The South African roughly, story
1: yeah. roughly fifty percent, sixty percent, same same ratio.
0: Okay, because mm. now again if I look at the Coke one that just we just spoke about now. But it, it it's a South African obviously a global story, but then mm. they've, they've got a South African version, which means you need to bring it to our community so we can relate to it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Any uh, what about sort of hard sell like um uh sort of bringing in political satire obviously Nando's is very very famous for that type of thing or Black River in any way but yeah. I mean does that sort of thing work?
1: I think that um, Nando's is really renowned for being controversial and I think that that's one of the reasons why consumers love them so much I think that there is a very fine line between um, you know when, you, when you're dabbling in humour mm-hmm. there is a fine line between um, a bad joke a good joke and possibly becoming offensive. Um, and certainly the ads that we see um, towards the bottom of our lists, um, which I don't have offhand, bad humours, is one of the reasons. Um,
0: so people don't like bad humour. What, so what about what the fish and chips ad that, uh, that caused the huge rather in Kandla? One that was, fish and you know, chips company. Yeah, the Zuma yeah. one. Did that, yeah. did that feature?
1: It didn't feature um, in the list. I think um, we, we did look at the figures for that, and um, it was slightly above average in terms of liking. But I think um looking at the emerging market, looking at um they, they released a second ad after that one was pulled off air and it was um still cartoon Kind of style in a taxi rank, um, and that one tended to to resonate. The first mm-hmm. one that was launched was actually pulled off too quickly for us to to measure. Okay,
0: all yeah. right. And of course, in your case, it's it's purely about visibility for people to mm-hmm. remember that, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. L- just lastly, uh, what are you going to do with this? I mean, besides you know telling everybody that you're in the top 20.
1: I think it's just um, a, a wonderful way for the creative agencies to have a little bit of competitive spirit. It's obviously a very good um, PR exercise for Milwood Brown. We do look at this list every quarter, so we, we look at um, that list on a regular basis and then at the end of the year we do, you know, tend to, to make quite a big song and dance over the big list. Okay. Well, well I think about already
0: the, the PR agency from SPA are doing exactly what they should be doing. It's like, Ashraf, please can't you talk to us? You know we're number one in that list. So that works. And I said, I will consider it for next week, maybe. (laughs) We'll see about it. Anything else you need to tell us, uh, Claire? I think
1: um, just a couple of pointers, really. I mean, I think we've mentioned humor, uh, local flavor. I think the Coke ad that you were referring to earlier, music, familiar music, Mm. good tracks tend to do well as well. As well as um, the highly emotive ads that really put a smile on your face. And I think the Coke ad is a perfect example um, of... Of a creative execution that mm-hmm. can do that
0: I wonder whether uh, whether the, the, it's a new one the f and b that caused a huge row. whether that would actually feature I think it terms some visibility even if there's a debate about it it mm. should certainly be in the public mind indeed mm. ok let's leave it at that uh, maybe what I can do direct me to your website so I can direct people to the website
1: www.milwoodbrown.com as simple as that yes.
0: Milwood Brown ok yes. We'll get a link uh, certainly from my side and link it to uh, on, on Twitter as well as Facebook so you can check it out and I'll try and hopefully get a chance to tweet about the top 20 myself maybe later on this afternoon and see whether you like that or not thanks so much for your time most appreciated. Indeed. Thank you, right, Thanks, so you are. Sure. Claire Herman from Mobile Brown. Pretty good idea. The best ads of 2012 uh, Spa is number rather spur, not spa. Spur is number one. Well, we're going to play an advert now, which is not theirs, and we'll talk about other issues around advertising and marketing, including what about advertising in the digital age? We'll do that right after this.